0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world. This is another episode with your host, hopefully one of your favorite deplorable brothers right here, checking in with you on today, uh, this Friday, TGIF. You got to say TGIF. I know as bad as it is for so many millions of Americans out there that are in the middle of wonder, worry, anxiety, fighting depression, we cannot forget that we live in the greatest country in the world. We had the greatest economy we've ever had up till two months ago. And we have the greatest president that we've any of us have seen in our lifetime and he will help rebuild this economy. We've got the freedoms that we have in this country to be able to worship, to be able to pray, to be able to openly gather in most states. You've gotta be thankful for your health, for your family. We've got to find ways and reasons to be thankful every single day regardless of the outside scenarios. That's the only truly way that we'll be happy and find some peace. Take it one day at a time. I'm talking to somebody right now. Take it one day at a time. Enjoy today and what you have around you. Enjoy those you have around you and hold them tight. Hug them, tell them you love them. Reach out to that loved one you haven't talked to for a while and, uh, and make up with them, even if it's their fault. Be the bigger person. Well, I didn't know I was going to get into that, but I felt like somebody needed to hear that right there at the beginning of my show. But TGIF, TG, thank God it is Friday. And thank God that so much more is being exposed about the plot, the coup to take out a duly elected president and just how corrupt the Obama administration was. It's all truth that we all need to know about. We all need to be aware of exactly what was going on because we don't want to let it happen again. And those that were responsible need to be held accountable. So thank you if you're tuning in on Facebook. They're being nice to me, please. Right now, click the share button. You never know which one of your friends or family that may not have agreed with you may hear something in today's show that makes them say, I'm gonna do some research. I like what that brother right there said. I'm gonna dig a little deeper. I showed you the video yesterday of the uh, very large black man (laughs) that said he also did his research. And uh, upon doing his research, he discovered that what he'd been hearing from the mainstream media was not true. And he then became a supporter of our great president. That is what I hope. Anybody watching this that's maybe been in the middle, maybe you've been leaning more Democrat, Maybe you've been on the Never Trump train. Maybe you've listened to and believed all of the mainstream media's narratives and lies. And yes, I do say lie. They lie a lot about this president. Maybe you've been believing them. Hopefully today during this show, you'll hear something that'll maybe just open your mind a little bit, a little bit enough to actually do your own research and find out why I and so many other millions of Americans support and are thankful for this president and his administration. That is my hope. So on Facebook, please click the share button right now. On Twitter, please retweet. Thank you so much, my Twitter audience. YouTube, thank you for watching. Please tag friends. Uh, Thank you for your comments. And if you're listening because you're on my podcast, thank you so much for subscribing to the David J. Harris Jr. show on your favorite podcast player. It is my goal and hope to grow this podcast to reach millions and millions of individuals with the truth, with non-biased news, and with information that is encouraging, that's uplifting, and that brings us all a little bit closer together. That is my hope. So please share this podcast with 10 friends and help me spread the word about trying to reach the masses with the truth. And if you're not already subscribed to the David J. Harris Jr. podcast, please, after the show, go on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. Give me five stars if you like my content and leave a review, that helps go a long way towards me building this uh, base to reach more and more people. All right, let's get into the news today. Are you kidding me? We've got Biden, Biden, and more Biden. It's not all Biden today, but he's definitely, there's a whole lot that we need to talk about with Biden from the DNC saying they're not uh, ready to endorse Biden as the Democrat nominee for president yet. And rightly so, he's got so many skeletons falling out of every closet in his orphan, in his house that uh, <laughs> that I don't I don't I don't blame them not wanting to touch him with a ten foot pole or at least not getting as close to saying yes he's our nominee. We've got sexual allegations, misconduct coming from Secret Service agents former secret secret service agents for then vice president biden and obama you've got to hear what they've got to say as well as biden himself using this crisis this pandemic when millions of americans are just trying to find out when they can go back to work and if their small business is going to be even be able to be rescued or saved we've got the democrats and joe biden that are continually trying to push a socialist agenda It's absolutely a disgrace. We've also got Hunter Biden in the hot seat with Mike Pompeo that's asking for some documents with uh, Hunter's dealings in Ukraine. And we also have the ACLU that's going to ring in and bring us some information. It's going to be an amazing show. If you haven't already, please click the share button right now. Hopefully we reach some additional uh, Americans, even, even people around the world, with the truth. So to start off with, let's start off right here with Biden. I shared this article earlier. This is what Biden is currently feeling and thinking about this pandemic. Never let a good crisis go to waste is the motto, it seems, of the Democrat Party. Biden, we have a chance to to institutionally change the way this economy functions. Why would we want to do that? This economy has been churning on all cylinders. It has been zooming underneath this current administration. He wants to fundamentally change it. Sounds a lot like when Barack Obama said he wanted to fundamentally transform the foundation of our country. Yeah, I don't think we, I think most of us understand that he had a Marxist agenda there. We don't want that. Joe Joe Biden says this pandemic outbreak is a chance, in quotes, to alter the U.S. economy, which is exactly what they'll get if the Democrats have their way. On Thursday, Good Luck America published part two of its interview with the Democrat 2020 presumptive Nominee, we have to come out of this god-awful situation and build an economy that's fair to everybody. Let me just stop right there for a second. When you've got more jobs than this country's ever had before, we've got manufacturing jobs growing by the hundreds of thousands. When you've got more people working in our country than you've ever had before in history, how is that an opportunity? It's an opportunity for everybody that wants to work, provide for themselves, provide for their family. It's a starting point it's it's abundance it is opportunity yet it's not good enough for joe biden on the show he said young people are afraid right now because probably they're listening to the mainstream media cnn msnbc and the likes and so they're graduating unable to work and pay off their debts because of the financial crash we have a chance this is his quote we have a chance to institutionally change the way this economy functions once we get by once we get by this god-awful pandemic biden said to peter hamby He's talking about Rahm Emanuel's never let a good crisis go to waste. That's exactly what they want to do. Democrats want to fundamentally change our economy into a political nightmare to top-down, government-controlled socialism. That's what they want. No thanks. Well, I've got a clip from from Mitch McCarthy, uh, Senator Mitch McCarthy, that is going to give us just a little bit of an inkling... Of exactly how it's a small clip on exactly how flabbergasted he is and he sets it up so perfectly the democrats and nancy pelosi had their chance to try to show america and everyone in congress exactly what true help to the american people would look like and what did they pack this three trillion dollar stimulus bill with House
1: Democrats had a blank slate to write anything they wanted to define the modern Democratic Party, any vision for the society they wanted. And here's what they chose. Tax hikes on small businesses, giveaways to blue state millionaires, government checks for illegal immigrants, and sending diversity detectives to inspect the pot industry. The House gave themselves no assignments for two months except developing this proposal.
0: Are you kidding me? They wanna investigate how to make it better for those that are in the marijuana industry to be able to grow their business? Sounds like they're race baiting, they're catering to Hispanics, blacks, because they think that's all we do is sit around and smoke weed. Why is it that in all these Democrat controlled states where everything is locked down, churches are on lockdown, liquor stores are open, weed dispensaries are open? Why is it that they would talk about weed and marijuana more than than, than they would talk about jobs and hiring? Because they want big government. They wanna take care of you. They they wanna be your sugar daddy. And then they know that they'll have you voting for them and future generations after you because you'll be stuck into an absolute bare claw of a cage of waiting and hoping and leaning on the financial support from the government. They had their chance to actually draw something up that showed America that they actually care about small businesses. Instead, they put uh, incentives in there to actually remove the thresholds for businesses, big businesses, which would give huge tax benefits to the rich in places like Silicon Valley, California and in New York, while they're putting taxes on small businesses. It's an all out assault, this current Uh, stimulus bill, this $3 trillion stimulus bill is an assault on small businesses and on Americans alike. When they're wanting to give all this money to illegals, make it so they don't have to have a social security number in in order to get their relief checks, and then target small businesses. Americans, you better understand, our very way of life in this country is hanging in the balance if the Democrats were to get their way. And I'm glad, again, a silver lining. I'm always looking for a silver lining in anything. I'm glad that this is actually taking place right now because it gives us Americans the opportunity to see exactly what they would do if they were to gain control of the senate if they were to keep control of the house if they were to take the executive branch and have a president in there like joe biden or any of the other of them they would absolutely push our country into a socialist state where we're dependent and beholden to the government for every single thing we do friends it's a scary time out there if you're not awake and don't understand what's taking place well, let's get over to Joe Biden and, uh, and his absolute gaffes. The, the guy, I think this is why later I'm going to show you the article where the DNC is not sure if they're going to endorse him or not. Joe Biden claims there's 85,000 jobs lost and millions dead from the virus. Millions dead from the virus. No, Joe. No, I think you got your numbers completely mixed up there. There's millions that are out of work and there's less than 85,000, I believe, right now. That uh have uh that have succumbed to ultimate uh, death of the virus, and again, I, I every every death is 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 horrible for the family, but we've got to be very very clear. They're counting a lot of these people that have passed away as COVID deaths when there were other underlining situations, scenarios, and health concerns. So I don't even believe the numbers are are even as as high as eighty five thousand. But here is. Biden himself, can you imagine this guy as the president?
1: This is not a moment for excuses or deflections or blame game. We're 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 we're, it's a, we're in the middle of a pandemic that had cost us more than 85,000 jobs as of today. Lives of millions of people, millions of people, millions of jobs. You know, and we're in a position where, you know, we just got new unemployment insurance this morning, uh, n- numbers. 36 5 million claims since this crisis began, and almost 3 million new claims in the last week. The unemployment rate is nearing 15%, the highest it's been since the Great Depression. But I need not tell you all that. Of course, it's the it's least well off for being hit the hardest. 40% of the households making $40,000 or less experienced a job loss, just in
0: i have I have a question. what what's thirty six five million?? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what he said. I think you need a I think you need a uh, some kind of teleprompter in English or some kind of translator from kindergarten uh, grammar in order to understand exactly what Joe Biden is trying to say when he speaks. We should all have those little closed captions where it shows exactly maybe what he's trying to say or what he's trying to read. I'm pretty sure he's reading a teleprompter, but it's not coming out of his mouth the way that it's going into his eyes. We should just actually see the teleprompter and maybe he could just sit there and move his mouth like this. (laughs) All right, thanks Joe Biden for just proving once again why nobody should vote for you for anything uh, unless it's for you to go to an old folks home. Just go relax, just go sit back and enjoy the rest of your years as best you can and hope you don't get indicted for anything else that's coming out. Well, we've got new allegations that are now surfacing from secret service agents that worked with Joe Biden and Obama, Barack Hussein. I always gotta throw that middle name in there because I think that one snuck right in underneath us and bit us into Batushi. If you can say that. Sexual misconduct allegations are coming from female Secret Service agents against Joe Biden. Joe Biden likes to go swimming in the nude, especially around his female Secret Service agents, and none are too happy about it. Of course, if Biden were Republican, this would absolutely be sexual harassment, but since he's, he, he isn't, it's not. Ron Kessler wrote about the Secret Service in a book titled The First family detail. He found that the worst assignment secret service agents can get is Hillary Clinton. I've heard that before too. The second worst is Joe Biden. Kessler wrote, Mr. Biden's lack of consideration was even more stunning when it came to female agents who were offended that the vice president bizarrely swam naked in front of them often, often daily at his pools at the vice president's residence in Washington and at his home in Delaware. The agents also complain about his lack of scheduling. At the last minute, he'll decide to fly or ride home, and the agent's personal lives were often disrupted. Lack of consideration from the political elite is to be expected, as is sexual assault. You know, it makes me think about those movies that we've seen. We've all seen these movies where there's somebody that's just kind of a creep. He's a real creepy sleazeball. He's just a sleazebag. And he wants to get out of the pool naked in front of a woman to try to show off his manliness because he thinks he's all that because he just feels like he owns everybody and everything around him it's sleazy for somebody to do that to not only just potentially a stranger but somebody that's actually working for you why in the world would joe do that well i think that all the other allegations that have come out about joe biden share exactly why he'd do that he's a sexual predator He's probably hoping that somebody was going to make some kind of a uh, an engaging smile or something that would be inviting to him. And then God knows what would happen. Thank God that hopefully that didn't happen. And who knows if it didn't. But uh, that's that's uh, that's almost enough for Joe Biden here. So let's let's get on to Hunter Biden. Jim Jordan has asked Mike Pompeo for documents exposing Hunter Biden and the Ukraine whistleblower. So it's not all out of the woods yet for Joe or Hunter. As the Democrats continue their campaign of making things up that aren't true about President Trump, Republicans are still trying to get answers concerning serious corruption by Democrats, some that they projected onto Trump and seemingly got away with until now. Republicans are asking Secretary of State Mike Pompeo to hand over a bunch of redacted documents from the Obama State Department that are related to the Ukrainian natural gas company that was in the middle of the impeachment inquiry earlier this year against President Donald Trump. That company is as corrupt as the day is long. We've still we still haven't gotten answers from the Obama administration on all the things they're accused of doing thanks to their boot-looking psychopaths and the fake news media. That's all they do is lick their boots. The mainstream media, that's all they do. Ranking Republican uh, of the House Judiciary Committee Jim Jordan made the request to Pompeo on Thursday. Uh, once the latest redacted documents were released and Jordan says they reveal new details about democratic connections to the Ukrainian energy company, Burisma Holdings and its founder, Makola uh, Zol- Zolches- Zolchevsky. The connections between Burisma and Democrats have been allegedly aided by former vice president, Joe Biden, son and his colleagues. Simply as the energy company was under investigation, Jim Jordan said, this i write regarding the documents that the state department recently released pursuant to the freedom of information act uh, in a letter to pompeo on thursday although these documents are partially redacted they appear to shed new light on the actions of state department employees during the obama administration in relation to the corrupt ukrainian energy company burisma holdings and its founder friends i still think we're going to have more explosive news coming out about that. There's so much exposing going on right now, from Obama to, I actually have a, I'm gonna check because I've got one of my writers that shared with me that he actually has, didn't get it yet, he actually has made the connection, friends, I'm checking, this is live, he said he's made the connection on exactly how Obama is directly linked to the unmasking of General Michael Flynn. I'm going to break that for you it'll probably be if, if it's if, if i'm on my show right now i'll break it live i know that's what we all want to know we all believe that all roads lead to obama he's tried to keep his fingers and his hands out of there his name out of there but one of my investigative journalists has discovered something that again if it's during my show i will bring it right to you so i don't think i don't think Obama's out of the wood, woods yet i don't think biden's out of the woods yet I absolutely believe that people want to know exactly what's going on. And we cannot forget that this is what we had to deal with. We had to deal with years and years of this from Democrats in Congress.
2: There is circumstantial evidence of collusion. There is more than circumstantial evidence. I think there is direct evidence. There is evidence that is not circumstantial. There's abundant evidence of collusion. Yes, there's ample evidence of collusion in plain sight. According to these transcripts, he's been hiding all this time. Ship was hearing the exact opposite. Just released interview transcripts, embarrassing to Schiff because look at this. The former DNI under President Obama, James Clapper, quote, I never saw any direct empirical evidence that the trump campaign or someone in it was plotting conspiring with the russians
1: 2017 samantha power testified she was not in possession of any of the evidence susan rice said there was no smoking evidence yates herself concluded no con- collusion at all they would leave the closed recession Go on TV and say something completely different. The whole thing was orchestrated and set up within the FBI, Clapper Brennan, and in the Oval Office so meeting that day you- with President Obama. This is a massive cover up of the greatest scandal in American
0: history. I'd like to take a moment and tell you about the most useful app on my phone. You know, it's hard to find the time to sit down, to read, and to learn more but I always feel like I need to. When you don't have free time, you can't read or work on personal development. There's an incredible app that solves this problem and I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique and it works on your phone, your tablet or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information, from thousands of non-fiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. I like Blinkist because I can listen to it while driving in my car, while traveling, while making breakfast, or working out. I loved listening to this book, Start With Why, how great leaders inspire everyone to take action. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash Harris. Try it for free for seven days and save 25% off of your new subscription. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot slash Harris to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash Harris. Harris. That's blinkist, b l i n k i s t dot com slash Harris to start your free seven day trial. The greatest cover up of the biggest scandal in American history. Friends, don't you want to know the truth? The Democrats would continue to like to say that, uh, oh, there's a pandemic going on. Oh, everything the president talks about with, uh, with regards to General Flynn is all distraction tactics. Isn't that them distracting from the actual points? I truly want to know exactly what happened, and I really do believe we're going to find out. The president himself said earlier this week that there's going to come even more shocking revelations other than the fact of all of those names that are on the list that asked and requested for the unmasking of uh, Michael Flynn. I want to talk to you for a minute about a book You guys like to read I I love to read, I love to read good books I love to read books that move me I read a book that I think is so encouraging I hope every single one of you get it Especially those of you that have ever battled Maybe you're battling right now with drug or alcohol uh, Addictions Maybe you're getting tugged a little bit more so than you have been Because of this current pandemic I myself have battled alcohol addictions I almost overdosed on crack cocaine Almost nine years ago Yes, God saved my life Literally, it's an amazing story of how he came down literally in my ear and helped me when I was almost overdosing Kept me calm literally kept my heart from exploding I talked to my friend the next day and he said David if you would have panicked your heart would have exploded So I literally am living a second life a renewed life because of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and he's real to me It's not a religion. It's truth It's fact and a book that will share even more amazing stories than the one I just shared with you is by a friend of mine that had 14 near-death experiences. He battled with alcohol addiction, he battled with cocaine, he battled with crack cocaine. He was almost shot several times, he wrecked his car so many times, and yet through it all, he believed that God was gonna use his life story and a vision that he had to create a pillow as a platform. That individual that I get to call friend is Mike Lindell, and his book is What Are The Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO. This book is absolutely amazing. I read this in a week. I was, I was riveted with the stories. The detail that he has in his stories is so amazing. Uh, he kept very detailed accounts of what he went through for over a decade, I believe. His book, What Are the Odds You Can Get It at MyPillow.com. I had somebody message me today and say, how do I use your code on Amazon? Don't use my code David on Amazon. Use my code David at MyPillow.com. Get Mike's book. You'll get a $25 gift card for your next MyPillow purchase, and you'll also get free shipping. Use my code David, and you'll save up to 60% on everything else on his website uh, at MyPillow.com. He is my first sponsor for my show. He believes in me. He believes in what I'm doing. We share a lot of similarities in our past, and we both confess openly that God is real, and He is good. So get that after the show at MyPillow.com, use the code David, but get that book for a friend or family member or even just for yourself. It's a book that I know, regardless of what you believe, you will absolutely be blown away by what Mike has experienced. MyPillow.com, use the code David. All right, let's get over to Fresno County. Fresno County is actually, uh, they're actually handling some things uh, and they're going to gonna not handle some things at the same time. Fresno County Sheriff says she won't enforce the lockdown. Why? Because she's too busy recapturing criminals that have been freed. Fresno County Sheriff Margaret Mims says that she will not enforce the stay-at-home order from Gavin Newsom because she's too busy rearresting criminals that they've released due to the virus outbreak. In California, they decided to pass a law similar to the one passed in New York, where nonviolent criminals do not have to post bail; they just get released. In Fresno County, 711 inmates were released. Fresno County police have arrested 87 of them again. That is a 12.5 percent recidivism rate. That does not include criminals who were caught or committing crime or committed crimes in another county in spain they studied those who kept working versus those who locked down they found that those who worked had fewer cases of the virus than the ones who, that they observed locked down new york also did away with bail and it's been an absolute disaster in new york city where crime has gone through the roof the police arrested and released one man three times in just one day that makes me think of a of a recent uh podcast that i got to do with dr dan erickson Dr. Dan Erickson and his uh, partner posted a video that was seen over five or so million times on YouTube before they took it down. They did not want the information from Dan's uh, own data, his own research in Kern County in Southern California. They didn't want it to get out because they said, well, it doesn't coincide with what they're hearing from the World Health Organization or the CDC. Well, isn't all information good, especially when it's coming from a medical professional that's doing the research himself on, on patients that he sees in his own town? He went on to share how herd immunity, he believes, is far more rampant in our country than the num- the numbers that we're getting from the CDC actually uh, project. This is a clip from my podcast with Dr. Dan Erickson. Do you believe the governor's following real science or do you think there are doctors and experts with a political agenda who are giving out bad information?
2: well i am not i'm not really a psychiatrist i don't know what they're thinking but what i will say is i think what we need to do is look at the approaches that have been taken globally let's look at south korea let's look at sweden let's look at the united kingdom the death rate per million in uh in sweden right now is about 300 the uk is about 500 sweden is not on lockdown kids under 16 are in school businesses are opening They're limiting groups under 50, and people are allowed to move about outside their homes without being arrested or penalized. In the UK, they're on full lockdown and their results are are not much better. So when I ask the epidemiologist this question, they say, I I think that flattening the curve actually lengthens the disease cycle. So instead Mm. of kind of allowing herd immunity to go up and come back down, it sort of drags out this herd immunity. Because herd immunity is you know one of the strategies for getting through these viruses.
0: That clip, that entire podcast is explosive. I'd asked for questions from you, and I asked him several of those questions. You're going to want to hear what the answers were. I also tried to get a little bit deeper into who Dan, uh, Dr. Dan maybe supports politically. He didn't want to get into it specifically, but some of the answers that he gave me, such as America first, such as not being dependent on China, some of those shouldn't even be political. Those are really just common sense, but he definitely shared some interesting things as well as uh, his data on the all the testing that he has done and how much uh, how many people have, have the antibodies that show that this virus has probably gone a lot farther around the country than we believe. And if that is the case, friends, then the mortality rate, as he suggested there, is a lot lower and those with compromised immune systems should be the ones to self-isolate, but every other well-abled person should be able to go back to work. If the Democrats have their way, they want to increase the unemployment, they want to give you an extra $600. I've already heard from some individuals that say they don't want to go back to work. They're making more money now. That's how you become dependent on the government. And that's how you'll begin to have to vote for those same Democrats that gave you those same freebies for decades to come. But it's a ball and chain. You'll never be able to get up and get out and get above whatever that plateau is that they give you they give you a they give you a ceiling and you're stuck there that's not what life's all about that's not what the american dream is all about that's not what this country is founded on that's not what we want yet that's exactly what the democrats want well here's the dnc making it very clear that they're not so sure about their uh once 2020 hopeful joe biden dnc official our convention has to happen because we are not Officially nominating Joe Biden uh, The communications director for the Democrat National Committee Raised eyebrows this week When during an appearance on Fox She said that sh- that for the party The convention has to happen Because they are not, in quotes Not officially nominating Joe Biden In order to take Donald Trump Take on Donald Trump There is a real possibility the convention does not happen Or it happens in a virtual sense Is that, is that correct as of today? Anchor Bill Hemmer asked First of all, our convention has to happen because we're not officially nominating Joe Biden in order to take on Donald Trump. So our convention is happening. There is business that has to happen. Wait, what? For communications director, she should uh, have communicated that statement better. Someone should probably tell Joe Biden that the DNC comms director just said this on national TV. (laughs) You know... If the virus, if the pandemic, if it fits their narrative, folks, then uh, of shutting our country down, of closing small businesses, of of, uh, putting targets on American citizens back while they cater to illegal aliens. Uh, But if it means that they have to have a convention so that they can get a replacement for Joe Biden to possibly take on Donald Trump, well, that's going to be okay. I doubt they'll enforce social distancing and uh, I doubt they'll they'll do too much of anything. Uh, it's it's just one more example of how truly hypocritical the DNC the Democratic National Committee is one more thing that they're pushing in this uh, true this three trillion dollar stimulus bill is they're pushing vote by mail I actually saw one tweet I think that uh, Hillary Clinton suggested vote by email friends they want to tell you that there's no voter fraud they want to tell you that everything's peachy keen and everything's gonna be perfect and there's no voter fraud and that's just all fake the problem is that's false that is fake news, that's the epitome of fake news. We've been dealing with voter fraud in this country for decades and it's only gotten worse now that we've got an individual that's not a part of the political swamp of DC that's representing, truly representing us, the American people, and his name is Donald Trump. Here's one example of voter fraud uh, that, that will be, again, very rampant if we decide, if we allow the Democrats to have their way and push vote by mail.
1: Active voters aren't the only ones receiving mail-in ballots. I think what the most troubling thing that the, that we are seeing is that inactive
0: voters are getting mailed ballots. That's why Keith Skipper with the local Trump campaign worries about potential voter fraud when he sees pictures being posted on his website of ballots sent to inactive voters stacking up at apartment complexes where they once
1: lived. We're finding them in people's mailboxes, we're finding that people that, people that are deceased are being mailed ballots to their former residents. And that's why it's critical to sign your ballot.
2: Each voter is required to sign that return envelope, which is also important information. Be sure to sign that envelope because that is how we'll verify your identity.
0: So the uh, signature is the safeguard, and Joe Gloria says that signature
1: has to match the one on file with the registrar. If it doesn't, they'll attempt to verify by phone or email, and if they can't, the vote won't count
0: are you kidding me and they want to push vote by mail you see all those votes just those ballots just sitting all over the place they're sending ballots everywhere just anybody can pick them up and how about the individuals that that collect those ballots how about the in some states where they're actually having a a a check mark on the outside for you to check whether you're voting democrat or republican how does that make any sense whatsoever i saw one of your comments on facebook that. Uh, Hillary, an email just doesn't seem to go together very well. I agree, 110 million percent. Neither does vote by mail. Friends, I truly believe there's an awakening taking place all across this country in blue states that understand that underneath their tyrannical governments, uh, their governor's orders to lock down, that it's purely political. Americans, I I had uh, these ladies, I was interviewing them, I ran a story on them. They were at one of the protests in California last week. They were three of them were actually uh, zip tied and thrown in the basement to get away from Gavin Newsom. But they shared with me that at that rally, there were independents, there were staunch Democrats that were very upset with Gavin Newsom. So upset that they said, you know what? I'm thankful for President Trump and I'm gonna be voting for him this November. I believe because of that, there is an awakening happening. We've seen a, a, a blue seat flip red in California, District 25, Mike Garcia. We've seen a blue seat flip red in Wisconsin. I believe we're gonna see that happen all over the country and the Democrats are afraid of that. So the only way that they feel like they can kinda even win or hopefully win is to cheat. And one of the easiest ways to do that is vote by mail. Well, the ACLU, ACLU lawsuit could free illegal alien who murdered 22 elderly Americans. The ACLU has filed a lawsuit in Dallas County. I'm right outside of Dallas County, Texas, that would free many criminals, including one man who stands accused of killing 22 Americans in nursing homes. Billy chimier 47 years old, is facing the death penalty for the murder of two elderly women and stands criminally accused of killing 14 of the elderly and another eight in wrongful death suits. Of course, the ACLU will claim that he would be forced to wear an ankle bracelet, but considering the fact he's, face, he's facing the death penalty, do you really believe he would not cut off the bracelet and make a run for it? Chim Mirror is an illegal alien from Kenya, meaning he was not even eligible to hold a job in the United States. The crime rate in cities and states freeing prisoners over the virus is exploding, and already New York has arrested, rearrested over 100 prisoners freed over the virus. Here's the list of individuals that Chermirmir alleged, alleged victims, 82, 81, 92, 75. Absolutely just disgusting. And yet that's one thing that the ACLU does and that they continue to do. They continue to try to fight for individuals that should not have anybody fighting for them, period. Well, we've got uh, the president made announcements today. I, I, I still am waiting to be able to break the news to you. I actually have a podcast dropping with my friend Mike Lindell. Don't forget to get his book and use the code David at at MyPillow.com. But he has shared with me some information. All this talk about a vaccine. What if there was an alternative that worked? And I'm telling you the studies and the research on what I'm talking about. It's considered a supplement because it's a plant extract. No, it's not CBD. It's something else. But it has been shown to have... 100% 100% efficacy to treat uh, the virus and other enveloped viruses. So I gotta be really careful how much I say and what I say, but those are things that that were released to me that I were, was able to say. They're having COVID patients test this and try it. There's governors all over the state that are testing it and trying it right now. And hopefully with amazing news, continued amazing news from this, it'll be something that I can tell you the president does know about. And it's something that he's itching to be able to tell the American people. Uh, they're trying to jump, jump through the proper the proper. Uh, uh, they're trying to go through the proper protocols Obviously, we'd like the FDA to sign off on this But you better believe, you'll catch it on one of my shows I'll do a special live broadcast just for that announcement And I was told by the creator of that uh, product That likes my show and is a huge supporter of me That uh, they'll make the announcement uh, on my show I'm sure Hannity and Tucker will all be lined up as well So wherever I'm at in the mix, I'll be honored and appreciative for that but I cannot wait to share that information with all of you. Uh, But here's the president talking about what he's doing to bring a, in case it's needed. And for some people, they're just going to want it in case they say we've got to have a vaccine. uh, This is what the president has to say and what he's doing to bring that light speeds faster than anything that's ever been done before in this arena.
1: There's never been a vaccine project anywhere in history like this. And I just want to make something clear. It's very important. Vaccine or no vaccine, we're back. And we're starting the process. And in many cases, they don't have vaccines. And a virus or a flu comes, and you fight through it. We haven't seen anything like this in a hundred and some odd years, 1917. But you fight through it, and people sometimes, I guess, we don't know exactly yet, but it looks like they become immune, or at least for a short while, and maybe for life but you fight through it. But what we'd like to do, if we can, is the vaccine. I think we're going to be successful in doing it, and hopefully by the end of the year.
0: Well, that is at least good news. The very first thing he said is, vaccine or no vaccine, we're back. And that's exactly what I think all Americans want to hear, except they also want to hear that from their own governors. So again, I really hope that Americans are waking up that have been voting blue, that have been supporting their Democrat governors, politicians understand that this is political. The President of the United States is saying, open back up. obviously go county by county, but open back up. We need to go to work. The able the well-abled bodied abled uh, individuals that are healthy need to be able to go to work. business owners need to be able to open their businesses so that their employees can earn a living, make a living and uh, and just get out of the house. It's just ridiculous to me that so many of these lockdown orders are still in place, yet you gotta keep in mind it's in most of your Democrat-controlled states. I saw a video with Joe Rogan talking about he might be moving to Texas. I made that move from California myself last summer, and while I love California, I definitely don't like the politics. I don't, I don't like the, uh, the governor. I don't like his politics. Uh, don't hate the individual, but I don't like their I don't like what he stands for one stinking bit. And uh, another video that you're gonna absolutely want to see. It's one of my favorites actually. but um... oh yeah, here we go. I got it. I got it. I'm gonna show you this article first. Let's cover this. Deep State unmasked Trump's family on the morning of his inauguration friends. The more we learn about Obama and the deep state, the more criminal their acts appear. We have just found out that the Obama administration unmasked members of Trump's family on the morning of Trump's inauguration. To the very end, the Obama administration was neck deep in corruption. The Trump Organization has businesses all across the globe. So it's no wonder members of the organization talk to foreigners, it just kind of makes sense. But the thing you have to know now, that you have to know now and look back on and understand that with the vast resources used to investigate Trump and his family, they keep coming up empty. Absolutely zero. We've learned more about the corruption in in Obama's administration in the last three years, or three weeks, than we've heard or found zero anything in Trump's administration or family in three and a half years with ample resources thrown at him. How many politicians could have dozens of FBI agents and 50 million spent on investigating them without a hint of corruption, certainly not Nancy Pelosi, probably you can line up most of them. The spying scandal is getting is getting uncomfortably close to Barack Obama and he has been lashing out at the president in wag the dog fashion. The appointment of Richard Grinnell as the acting head of the DNI was a major turning point. He forced Adam Schiff to release 57 transcripts which are filled with information damaging the Democrats. Then he declassified the list of those who requested the unmasking of General Flynn. He delivered it to the DOJ for release But after the DOJ said they would not be releasing it, Grinnell did it himself. He's quickly becoming a national hero. Well, now it turns out if you read the rest of the article, it didn't stop with just Michael Flynn. So one more more thing. We just got to remember. We've got to remember what we came out of three and a half years ago, the Obama administration, what he was saying before he left office, and then what actually took place once President Trump took office. And this is a reminder, because we all need one it seems, of exactly those three, the last three and a half years, and the prior administration, and what Obama had to say about jobs. Somebody says he's gonna bring all these jobs back. Well, how exactly are you gonna do that? What are you gonna do? What magic
1: wand do you have? Growth during the Trump years has been much more robust. This is a strong economy, it's a strong labor market. The economic boom continues, it's the big story. More than four million jobs created since the election Wages are growing at the fastest pace in nearly a decade. The list goes on and on. New policies are working, alright? It may be the greatest story never told. We built the greatest economy in the world, I'll do it a second time.
0: President Obama will go down as perhaps the worst president in the history of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Obama, you are right on that one. I absolutely believe that you will go down as the worst President in the history of the United States, friends, we cannot forget how absolutely booming, the crushing, how, how crushing our economy was. We were crushing it as Americans. Jobs were through the roof. The economy is doing great, and all the naysayers literally had mud on their face. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in today. Go get Mike's book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO. Get it at MyPillow.com. He is a sponsor, my only sponsor for my show. Use the code David. When you get the book, you'll get... Free shipping, uh, you'll get a twenty five dollar gift card and all of the proceeds from Mike's book are going to the Lindell Recovery Network, where he is building a network to help individuals that need recovery. And that's such an absolutely near and dear subject and uh and goal to my heart. Use the code David at my pillow for anything you get there, and everything else other than his book, you'll save up to sixty percent. You'll be blessing him, you'll be helping me reach more people and build my network bigger tgif thank you and god bless you all please share this episode it was truly an honor to be with you god bless you have a great rest of your day we will talk to you guys all on monday unless you see me this weekend Bye bye